0: Hi, I'm Dina Steele, and this is Scott Schroeder. We are the authors of the new book, 101 Ways to Rock, Running for Office. I ran for the U.S. Congress in 2018, and early on in my campaign, I was introduced to and assigned uh, Scott Schroeder to be my body man, my body person. And basically, in political jargon, uh, your body person, your body man, is with you all the time. Uh, Scott drove me, he fed me, he told on me with the campaign manager when I wasn't doing whatever it is I was supposed to be doing. That only happened
1: um, once. Only once. Uh,
0: I, I was 58 when I ran for office. How old were you when you were driving me around, driving Miss oh, Daisy? Oh boy, 24.
1: How about that?
0: 24. So uh, <laughs> 58 and 24, male, female, I'm 5'3", you're...
1: Tall enough. Uh, I'm six foot I'm six. Foot six.
0: So, yeah, we look like, you know, uh, we, we look like this. It was crazy. Um, well, that, was uh, hang on a
1: second. W- That's if they could see you. They could definitely see me.
0: <laughs> That's right. He could find me anywhere in a room. Um, one of my favorite things is he would run up to me with my phone and say, excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I need her face just to unlock my phone. Um, <laughs> we were a very unlikely duo who were thrown together and spent well over a year together uh, driving over 7,500 square miles day in, day out. Scott would pick me up first thing in the morning. Um, the, the great thing about Scott, even more so than the fact that he could, he could scan the room and see who was there and find me. Uh, the great thing, and I don't know if I've ever really expressed this to you as much as I should, <laughs> is scott is a political junkie he is a savant when it comes to politics so and i'm not i was a rock and roll dj for 20 plus years uh, started an e-commerce business wrote books on success gave speeches to business conferences all over the world on success when people called on me to run for congress um we were actually looking for a candidate and everybody kept turning to me and I was like, Oh no, 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 You know, rock and roll in the 80s. I have no secrets. Everybody knows them, but, uh, but I did it. And, uh, but there was a lot I didn't know. And as much as I like to read and everything, but I had Scott, you were amazing. Scott was my joy. Most of the time, when he wasn't a pain in my behind, but I could ask you anything. I could go, okay, tell me again what was the New Deal, or or tell me again about you know Roosevelt, or tell me about Lincoln, or tell me I can I can ask you anything about you know anybody's policies from Texas politics to federal politics. And you knew, and the very rare times you didn't, the next time I got in the car with you, I would have reams of paperwork that you had <laughs> printed out to read about these things. Uh, so, I'm, I mean, what did you think when I've never asked you this, when you were assigned to be my body person? Mm-hmm. What, did, what did you think it was going to be, and what did it turn out to be?
1: I mean, it's it's not that we didn't kind of know each other before then. So so I, you know, my expectations weren't like all over the place. I was you know, I, I definitely I didn't understand quite how big the district was when we were only going to these outposts. You know, I say outposts, but I mean just the far the far corners of them. When we were only going there once a month, maybe less even when we started going there every day was, was when I, I I was not expecting that. I I just, that's a lot of time we spent in the truck. Uh, Listen to a lot of news. uh, A lot of, a (laughs) lot of, yeah. Yeah, definitely was able though, was able to, ask you questions about Van Halen, the way that you're able to ask me questions about politics. So it was a good, it was a good team. I mean, I'm interested in music. I guess
0: we did do that. I asked you about politics and you asked me about rock and roll stories. So we, we really never ran out of anything to talk about. Um, and you would say, okay, that's enough. You need to start making calls for money. So, (laughs) you know, that, which is what you do when you're, when you're running for office. But we, we did, we had so much fun. We met so many great people. When, when people say, what was the, you know, what was the, what was the worst thing about running for office? It's tiring. It's brutal. It's brutal on your relationships. It's brutal on your body. It's brutal on your emotions. What's the best thing about running for office? Is the sheer number of people that you meet that just want to make this world a better place? Yeah,
1: people who were so, just happy to see us. I mean, just at a base level, they were thrilled that that they hadn't had the incumbent or or a challenger really come and talk to them and seek them out in, in years, if not decades. And, and the amount of times we heard that is wow. So no one's come to my door to ask for my vote since you know Clinton or something. Uh, and, and then when they say, well, and a candidate themselves has never been here. And there were some places we went where you'd believe that, you know, but there were many more people who it was just, it was very clear. It was like, oh, nobody has really tried to earn these people's votes in a long time. And, and they were just over the moon that, that we cared we, that like then we were trying to make the world a little, just a little bit better the ways we could.
0: And I had so many expectations of what it would be like when I, when I saw how big the district was. And, and to go to these areas, um, you know, Orange County, Jasper, Newton, uh, Polk County, it was just a huge area. Um, but boy, you, you learn a lot about, um, it was a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, people are happy. You know, so we met we met a lot of really great people. Um, we learned to carry dog bones in our pocket yep. that that's a great way to keep dogs from coming out from under mobile homes and trying to chase you back to the truck. We, by the way, had a truck. I bought a pickup truck when I decided to run for Congress, and we wrapped it with my face and the the u s constitution. and uh, it was a quad pickup. It was huge. I had to a little step stool to get in and out of it. And (laughs) we drove it everywhere. What are some of the highlights of our year and a half on the road together? And we're just running for Congress.
1: Man. Well, you definitely touched on I guess we both touched on how happy people were to see us or just see that we cared. I mean, that was that was rewarding. And that's the kind of thing that that makes it worth it. After you've been working for 14 hours that day, driven 400 miles on, you know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, that, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff like that. Um, we already talked about, well, the fried okra. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if the viewers of this are familiar with the food in Southeast Texas, but uh, I would recommend the fried okra. Uh, you can't go wrong. Yeah, see, it.
0: I love fried okra more than anything in the world. And I don't ever want to eat it again, ever in my whole life. We well, you just so must much. not
1: like it as much as I do then because <laughs>
0: we ate so I much. It,
1: I ate it pretty often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Instead of fries, you get a side of fried okra. But you know what? I really fell in love with were the the rice balls at the Winnie at the Texas Rice Festival in Winnie, Texas. These things, and I haven't even told you this. Somebody's grandmother, great grandmother, whatever, is one of the original uh, cooks who made this for the <laughs> Winnie Rice Festival, and they sent me her recipe in oh. her handwriting.
1: Oh so, my goodness.
0: So I haven't made them yet, but um yeah, you know, that was probably one of my highlights out of everything running for Congress and everybody we met and the time we spent with, you know, Beto and all these amazing people, it was the rice balls at the Winnie Rice Festival. So there you go. Uh, you know, it's it's the simple things that that make me happy. Now talk about you know, People say, "Yeah, but you lost." It's like, "Well, it's 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 a race. Somebody has to lose." Yeah, well, you lost by a lot. Well, yeah, it was a very gerrymandered area. <laughs> we we assumed that was going to happen, but we worked every day, every minute, every second, as if we were going to win it. We did everything we could. We left nothing behind. We left nothing on the table, and and it was it was it was sad and it was a relief at the same time when it was all over because it was it was pretty intense i think when when i that I, I remember charlie we had the big party going on as we were waiting for all the results to come in and i remember charlie leaning over and we had a doc oh that's right we had a documentary crew following <laughs> us and yeah. by the time you listen to this It may have been re-released. We've gotten, we had to get some music permissions from Joan Jett and Melissa Etheridge, but it looks like we've got that done and they're going to re-release it on iTunes, Google Play and Amazon Prime. It's called Rock the Thirty Six. So I was miked all the time and you can actually hear it in the final episode. And I was so glad they caught it. Charlie leaned over, Charlie's my husband. He leaned over and whispered, the New York Times just called it for Babbitt." And I mean, the party was going, nobody had gotten the news yet. It hadn't flashed on the TV yet. So the first thing I did was immediately go back to the office where Walter Ludwig, my wonderful political consultant. And if you look up the the word curmudgeon in the dictionary, you're going to see Walter's picture right there. Uh, Walter had already figured it out. I could tell from his face. Um, so we had to turn around and tell those that were assembled, waiting for the results, it, It's over. It's done. And just the tears. Um, I didn't have time to be sad, sad or mad or bothered by a loss because all of a sudden I went into mom mode. I went into comfort mode. I had, you know, such incredible people like you. You were standing there and Rosie and Christy and just I knew I had to take care of all of you and we had a party to get back out to so uh, you know it was it was an incredible experience people ask me all the time are you going to do it again Uh, you know probably not but I'm going to put all my effort into getting this book into the hands of as many people as I can because I want people to know rock and roll DJ never been involved in politics in my life, I think I ran for the water board because my bill went really high for some reason, <laughs> and I won it. And I did not win that, but um, <laughs> it can be done, and it has to be done. And it was such a great civics lesson for me. And I would love to see so many more people do this. And you know, that's where the book came from. I I had on a political hat. I'm not going to say what it said. But I had on a political hat and uh, a young black woman, 28, 29 years old, stopped me in the park and said, I love your hat. And I said, well, thank you. I said, you know, you need to get involved. And she said, I will. I said, I ran for Congress. She goes, that's great. She goes, I'm going to volunteer and stuff. I said, no, you run for Congress. And she goes, oh, I wouldn't know where to start. And Scott, it's like a light bulb went off. I've been trying to write a book about our experience for two years. And at that very moment, I mean, by the time I got back into my apartment, because I was out walking the dogs, I had already written 50 tips in my head. And the, mm-hmm. I wrote those down, and then I immediately texted you and said, do you want to write a book with me? Because, I mean, you were there with me. It, it felt like 24-7 for it did. <laughs> over a year. So I'm going to wrap this up by asking you a question.
1: Shoot, Why don't you run for office? It's a very good question. Um because when, when I tell when I tell people that they should run for office, they're going to say what that young lady said to you. And uh right now, uh I think I'm a little young personally. I like to live a little bit more um selfishly. Don't think the maps are going to be too great for the party that I would like to run in in the next year <laughs> or the next uh, few cycles maybe. Um I don't know. I, you know, I, I think a lot of it is uh part of what made at least the fundraising aspect of our, of our run so successful is you just know a lot of people. Uh, and I, I think you know more people the longer you live, but here's the thing, you know, I'm 27. My friends do not have any money to give me <laughs> at <laughs> all. My net, my network that, that is not, that isn't work is, uh, people who probably wouldn't donate (laughs) to me in the first place, even if they had the money and people who are, you know, swallowed in student loan debt and all this other stuff, which is, I guess the reason why I need to run, but at the same time, uh, you know, we'll give it, we'll get, we'll, we'll let that idea marinate for a bit. Uh, But I do want to add that
0: if you, if you're thinking about running, reach out to Scott Schroeder, because he is one of the best people you could possibly have on your team. So even if you don't run it is what you do for a living. You work for campaigns and you're an incredible incredible person to have on the team.
1: That that that's that's another thing too is if I was running for office, I I couldn't work for 5 or 10 separate people at once and help them out. And people like Walter Ludwig and and someone and that's, you know, aspirationally I I try to be like that. Someone who it's not going to tell you, it's not going to give you advice that enriches them, uh, and then that's part of their consideration. I I want to win. I hate losing. And I'm not going to ever tell you or tell anybody to, uh, to spend money on things that, that, that wouldn't be effective or as effective as something else. You know? Every, every well, time I, I think is you're, somebody who's not having, getting bad advice put in their ear. So I look at it. I that think
0: you are a Walter in the making. You've got a long way to be curmudgeon, but I think you are definitely a Walter <laughs> in the making because you are, you're, you know, you're ethical, you're decent, you're kind. Um, you really care about people and you're in it for all the right reasons. The name of the book is 101 Ways to Rock Running for Office. I'm Dana Steele, along with my co author, Scott Schroeder. If you have a question for either one of us, you can go to therockbusiness.com and just click on contact, fill out the, um, uh, put your question in there and I'll make sure one of us gets back with you. 101 ways to rock, running for office, get involved.
1: We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.